When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, hello, welcome to Slightly Something Else, everyone. Just uh, wait a bit of acknowledgement for the chat, so I can tell I, people I can actually hear what I'm saying. Hello, everyone. Yes, uh, I'm Yatsi Crozier, as usual. I'm joined by Nick Calandra, as semi-usual. Hello. And our special guest today is Graham Stark from Loading Ready Run. Hello. Old hand from way back in the Web 1.0 days of the Escapist. How are you doing, Graham? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, in the broad spectrum of how well one can be doing. So, when was the last time we spoke? Would have been. Uh, I think a panel at PAX, probably yeah. four or five years ago. At this point. Yeah, I remember that when mm-hmm. Russ Pitts was still around. Yep. So. Uh, a lot of people will remember Loading Ready Run for the Unskippable series from yeah. very early days in Escapers, which you've just gotten the ability to do again back. Yeah, it was during earlier in the pandemic, actually, we got the uh, we uh, as as part of the various behind the scenes machinations uh, of things that were happening at the Escapist. Um, we we got a hold of, of someone and we're basically like, hey, uh, c- can we have this back? This is the first thing that we made on the internet uh, that we well that we got paid for, and uh, you know we'd we'd love to be able to to like do stuff with it again. And uh, everybody was was very decent about it. And so uh, yeah, so now we now we have that. We're actually re-uploading um, slowly because there's like 350 or some odd of them. We're uh, re-uploading all the old um, yeah, uh, archive episodes. Um, some of which with a uh, higher visual fidelity than they were <laughs> originally, because some of them, some of the old ones were only available in like 480p, if that. Yeah, like the earliest zero punk duration was like specifically made to fit on the YouTube window of the time as it was on my browser. So it was like 240p, if that. Yeah, we, yeah. Just, we just re-uploaded some of them. They were like 480p upscaled to 1080 and they just <laughs> pixelated. Yes, they- Mess. Yeah, they looked like absolute toss because <laughs> yeah. that yeah. was still still better than the pre YouTube days of video. Mm-hmm. And it was only a couple months ago that Yahtzee finally updated ZP to the 1080p. <laughs> Look, I get set in my ways, all right. That's you got to rebuild all those assets. Yeah, you did. Yeah, exactly. What a all pain! Like, all twelve of them. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, well, if I didn't get set in my ways, I probably wouldn't have stuck with the escapists so long. Hmm. I mean, there was a time when I was like pretty much the only person working on the escape. As you say, there's been a lot of behind-the-scenes machinations. Mm-hmm. For a while, it was just me and like one managing editor just confirming I hadn't gone insane and posted <laughs> the word cunt 900 times. You're still sending um, his videos, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. They made sure I was like getting paid, oh. if nobody else. Yeah, must, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, everything turned around when Enthusiast Gaming finally bought us and Nick came on as managing editor. Everything's 
it's like everything slowly regenerated like wolverine <laughs> yes <laughs> nice things are going nicely now so those uh, why don't you talk us through like what unskippable was for those who weren't familiar yeah so back you know back in the early days of the of the escapist it was uh one of the the second or third sort of large video series that the that the site had um we entered the escapist film festival mm, in that. 2000 and something the mid 2000s yeah hmm? 2007 or 8 probably somewhere around there i yeah. think um and uh, uh i remember at the time i was working a contract gig at uh, essentially our like regional dmv um it was uh a, a place called icbc the insurance corporation of british columbia and um i uh, took a took a phone call from uh, from Russ, who was the editor at the time. Uh, ducked into the copy room to take this phone call at work, basically being like, uh, you know, uh, however the film festival shakes out, we st- we want to make this show, uh, which was which was which was very exciting. And yeah, Unskippable was essentially, um, for those who are familiar with it, mystery science theater for video game cutscenes. Feels weird to say that. Because maybe I'm from like a generation of the internet where surely everyone knows what Mystery Science Theater 3000 was. I used to say it like that. I used to make that assumption. And then I've gotten some blanker looks recently, but which is weird because yeah. it's back now. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not as good yeah. as mm. I'm even, even young enough to not know what that was. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Mystery no. Science Theater. Yeah, we work with tiny children around here, it seems. <laughs> you know. You know, it's it's dub comedy. They show an old film, and there's some dudes talking shit over it, and it's funny. Yeah, you know, you've so, probably seen yeah. something like it. So yeah, Paul and I uh, would uh, find video game cutscenes and that that the were appropriate to yeah. to make fun of because it's it the the scene has to be sincere. They they have to yeah. have taken the game seriously. For there, are very, there are very few video game cinematics that wouldn't be prime material for mm-hmm. a show like that. And then we would, uh, then we would just make uh, make jokes about it. And uh, yeah, we that ran for seven years. Yeah, I think thereabouts. And it was pretty much the only escapist show I crossed over with at one point. Yeah, we actually just re-uploaded that episode. Uh, oh of, Christ. A week or so ago to the new, oh, that's the new channel. We, we did a big like YouTube channel split. Yeah. So yeah. all the old unskippables are being re-uploaded to uh, a, a now dedicated video games channel, mm. uh, which is uh, youtube.com slash LRRVG. Got that plug out there. Um, and so that's uh, that's also where uh, where new episodes will live when when we get around to making some. Oh, new oh. episodes. Yeah, not weekly though. We're going to do them in like production batches because we found out that that's a good way to not go mad yeah we've found that mm-hmm. that like D show we keep talking about it what a great idea it would be to fly us all to hawaii or something so we could record like 19 episodes in a row <laughs> yeah that's i mean it's yeah that's how we've decided that uh the best uh the the best way to produce to produce stuff is is do it and do it in production batches turns out yeah for all its other failings television has that figured out it's just so hard to 
line everyone's schedules up. Otherwise, if you get some time, make the bloody most of it, Isaac. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also funny so, going back and looking like at old Escapist content, and now just like just the production quality of anything on YouTube has gone so far up. You know, yeah. stuff, stuff that you could just sit in sit in your in your room and record for a day and do a million views. Now it's like, nope, you gotta go full cinematic camera everything to get that million views for people to even pay attention well, to. Yeah, it. well, some people can. Yeah, that's I right. can get away with <laughs> slideshows of uh, very simple drawings still. Yes. <laughs> Although not making the kind of viewing figures you get from one of those exciting neon-colored people that the kids like. <laughs> I guess, you know, now that it's a viable... Now, if, well, now it's a viable career, there's a lot more competition. Yeah. But, you know, something to be said for being an old hand. So uh, what other content is Loading Ready Run putting out right now? Oh my gosh. So much. Um, we've, uh, you know, we've, we sort of operate as a, you know, like a video production house, but it's only our stuff. Although not always. Right. Sometimes, we, sometimes we do contract things, but not really. It helps not having to deal with clients. It's just like, no, we're just going to keep making whatever we like. Um, it's been weird over the, over the pandemic, obviously, because there's been a bunch of stuff that we've wanted to make that we, that we uh, haven't been able to, but we're, we're slowly getting... Uh, slowly getting back into that. So we have our main YouTube channel where we still do occasional short sketches, um, like the six, 30 to 60 second sketches that we call the crap shots. So we're still doing those every week. Um, we have our uh, Magic the Gathering focused channel because we do a lot of work with Wizards of the Coast for the game mm. Magic the Gathering. Um, and that's L-R-R-M-T-G. And so we do. We actually just did a big stream event um, last weekend, the weekend before last, for the new, the brand new Magic set. Mm. Uh, so that's that's fun. Uh, we do we do those on our Twitch, which is also loading ready run. Uh, which we run there. We 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 run our Twitch channel sort of like a sort of like a little a little TV network where it's not like it's not just me like playing Minecraft for eight hours a day. Um, we well, do have a show brings, where that's what brings the viewers in. Apparently, I know, I know. Yeah, it's uh, it as as is always the way, as has always been the way since the beginning. Uh, we we have decided to do things in a strange way that we think is best, that nobody else seems to agree is best. I about, yeah, I was about to say like 30, 60 second videos. It's kind of the opposite to where the algorithm has been trending. In well, we do longer years. stuff too, but that's oh, yeah, yeah. you know we wanna we like to uh, we like to have an outlet for our strange mini sketch ideas. But the, the well, good for you because you know we that's exactly what we want to do. The Escapist is not have to rely on pleasing the algorithm. I yeah, I mean it's... that's why we did this channel split. Not not the only reason why, but part of part of the the whole sort of YouTube channel split is that we realized that. It was not working well for, to just throw a whole mishmash of stuff all on one channel, which is why now we have a dedicated channel for tabletop, which is LRRTT, and a dedicated channel for I'm, video I'm game stuff. A, noticing a trend here. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're just just splitting it out into yeah. into different different channels with uh, with ideally easy to remember names, um, and it's it's been it's it's only been a couple months of that, and it seems to be going well. Um, 
because the the the, the algorithm is a mess. Yeah. Um, and it prefers more focused content like that. But um, but our our Twitch, uh, we we sort of run it like a little TV network where there's like a weekly schedule with different shows with different hosts because we have like fourteen different employees now, and so everyone run, runs their own their own show that are different theme like we have a horror games show and a minecraft show and a you know match the gathering but we also have like um we have like a uh like a diy crafting show or we every month we do a comedy variety show with like improv and panel quizzes and stuff so yeah it's it's all over basically we do we're we're doing uh we're doing the stuff that makes us that makes us entertained and uh, this has been our philosophy from day one. We're going to make stuff that we enjoy. And hopefully there's enough other people out there that enjoy it as well, that we could find an audience. And so far that's been working. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty much the exact same thing we do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's in my attitude, make what's interesting to you and hopefully your own enthusiasm can sell everyone else. Yeah. We, I mean, we have found that, that, um, the case with a lot of the stuff that we make, like, um, uh, myself and um, one of our number, Adam, have a podcast about wrestling, like professional wrestling, uh, specifically talking about sort of like the storylines and presentation of the show. And we have lots of people who watch that and are like, I don't watch wrestling, but I love this because you guys are super into this. Or we have a we have a podcast about a specific Magic the Gathering format called Canadian Highlander that's very niche and there's lots of people that are like I don't play this format I'm never going to play this but I love listening to this and it's like cool if we can if we can subsist on just being enthusiastic for stuff then great because boy do we have enthusiasm Canadian Highlander what's that where you cut each other's heads off and then apologize about it uh, it's a singleton format which means there can be only one of each card in the deck oh ah. that sounds complicated <laughs> <laughs> it it is. <laughs> uh, just uh, mentioned that we are going to read out your super chats, but we usually leave the super chats until about the halfway point of the show. So get them in now if you've got any questions you'd like to ask Graham or myself. If you've got anything you want us to read out, uh, we have to read it out. That's the rule, <laughs> even if it's horrible. <laughs> and I'm here to enforce it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I'll happily. Uh, had had one of the potential questions off at the pass, uh, which is, uh, you know, why wh why does Graham look like a cancer patient now? Great question. Thanks for asking. Graham's a cancer patient now. That's why. Yeah, that's why I didn't ask. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. But I feel like it's uh, it's sort of it's very obvious, and uh, mm -hmm. I feel like I should just sort of uh, uh, nip that in the bud. I'm doing okay. When you asked how I was doing, and I was like, as well as one can be given the circumstances. That was a, that was a true response. Um, I'm 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 doing very well, considering uh, <laughs> I'm actively undergoing chemotherapy. All signs are green. I should be should be free and clear in a couple months. I'm on one of my good weeks at the moment, which is great timing for this. This is why I, you know, you were like, yeah, any Monday will work, and I was like, well, not not this Monday because I'll be super just wrecked. But maybe the next one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I that was a uh, unexpected surprise a couple months back, but I'm. Uh, I've got two yeah. more two more chemotherapy treatments and then we should be free and clear. So oh, sorry yeah. to hear that, man. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, figured, figured I'd just get that out there. Cause it's like, didn't Graham used to have 
a, a beard a beard and hair yeah yeah so there's a uh i did a, a sort of a it's almost like a stand-up routine spoken wordy thing at the beginning of one at the beginning of our variety show it was like a 20 minute sort of self-indulgent like this is how i'm breaking the news at the community thing where i talked about a bunch of like weird stuff that had happened to me uh as part of this whole thing so um uh recommend you go watch you go watch that if you're interested but um uh it's what i'll i'll share one of my favorite moments from it which is that uh uh after they determined that that it was that it was sort of a a uh, a lymphoma um the doctor said the, the wildest thing to me which was the it's this is going to stay with me forever he was like good news it's aggressive <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what the f- excuse me what do you mean by that and the 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 tldr is that uh uh being a more aggressive fast growing cancer meant that it's easier to uh treat and indeed cure uh, huh. it can be sort of rattled apart by chemotherapy unlike slow moving ones which yeah, are not entirely want, treatable i guess you don't want one that just sort of sort of sluggishly hangs around like a roommate you don't want anymore yeah yeah my mom's so, I guess that, my mom's I got guess leukemia that that's yeah. pretty much you know what it is just you know just mm-hmm. yeah, sets there so, just, when it happens it happens nice to be you know clear where everyone is so it's like hi i'm cancer i'm gonna fuck your shit up okay yep it's like you know something that says hi i might be cancer i might be the bad things yeah. to, but uh, i haven't quite decided can i have this half of the couch <laughs> <laughs> in my case it was can i have this half of the can i have this half of your liver and some of your stomach so well you now look a lot like jerry holkins i do i've gotten that a lot exists. i've gotten that a lot actually yeah yeah that's yeah. been pointed at, that was very swiftly pointed out in the chat that yeah. and uh they thought you were doing jack packard cosplay yeah. for the occasion yeah. uh, uh who else uh moby yeah. uh michael stipe michael stipe um, uh michael chicklis uh, John yep. Malkovich, Bruce Willis, all of them mm-hmm. these days. <laughs> so, well, well, yeah. it's uh, it's good that we're all still around. Yeah, didn't want to didn't want to bring the podcast down. Nor no, do I no, think we need not. to dwell on that. But I figured I should yeah. get it out there anyway, so that everyone's not wondering what the, the heck is going on. But yeah. uh, you know, was, there we are. Yeah, sad well, speaking of, uh, it's good that we're all still around. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that it's uh, interesting that we all outlived Rooster Teeth. That's wild, isn't it? Yeah, I heard about it. It seems like you either just keep muddling along or someone gets revealed to be a sex pest and everything <laughs> crashes down around your ears. Mm-hmm. It's so so strange that they they got, like, bought out and folded in and incorporated into their stuff. And, I mean, they're still doing things, but, like, yeah. It was weird. I had a yeah. very strange interaction with Rooster Teeth at one point because they, uh, they were resurrecting a show of theirs... Uh, and they'd rebranded it to Checkpoint. And yeah. we have a video game news show called Checkpoint that we yeah. did for years. It actually started on The Escapist as The Escapist News Network, yeah. uh, which we did as sort of like a... It was In those days, it was much more like The Onion for news. Mm-hmm. It was presented very dry. and it, I remember we, that. I did, I did like a guest appearance once. I think we were all yeah. at like a convention one time. and Yeah, the, the convention uh, in Philadelphia, I think, yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, we did. Uh, we did it very like 
here is the part of the news that is real, and then here is the part that we have made up, and we are presenting it with equal gravitas. And mm. that didn't didn't land as well as we would have hoped for the escapist audience at the time. And so eventually um, the, the powers that be decided that that show was uh, too expensive for them to continue. And so then we sort of redid it our own, our own way as, as checkpoints. And so it's been going for, going for years. Now it's much more in sort of like the uh, daily show last week, tonight realm where it's like, here's the real news. Isn't that stupid? Uh, so <laughs> it's a, it's a different sort of vibe. But anyway, so they were, so Rooster Teeth was doing this show that they were like, we're going to call it Checkpoint. And so, and at the time we were, we had a, a, a content management thing for our YouTube channel, uh, which is a waste of time. Um, but at, at, at the time we were, uh, we were uh, potentially managed, I say managed, not that they ever did anything for us um, under full screen who owned Rooster Teeth. So I contacted our, our person at uh, full screen and was like, Hey, uh, could I talk to someone from Rooster Teeth because this show with the same name, uh, you know, like that's kind of weird. Uh, and they were like, they, I didn't hear back. And then like a week later, I just heard they've decided to change the name. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. That's okay. great. Could, I guess could I, I still, you. could I still talk to one of them? I'd love to just like, <laughs> I'd love to just, you know, like introduce myself and say hi and like chat about this. And they were like, no, no, you can't speak to anybody there. It was the oh, weird like, pattern with the early, okay. the early internet content providers like Rooster Teeth and like us and like uh, that guy with the glasses as well, I suppose, is that no one really knew what they were doing that early on because nothing was uh, set, set in stone in terms of how you did this. Mm -hmm. So you'd have these kids who'd like put these videos together they thought were funny and, they'd, and the curious pattern was that they tended to get preyed upon. They'd always mm. be like someone who'd like show up, who'd be, who'd be like the manager. Oh yeah, we've been we yeah we got you know ripped off numerous times early on in the early on yeah. in the thing. We did a. Uh, what, do you remember uh, the very first video platform? to do revenue sharing with people that posted videos on it. It was called Rever. I don't remember that at all. This is early internet. This was, uh, this was before. So YouTube was around. Yeah. Uh, but YouTube did not give money to content creators. The term content creator didn't exist at this point. No, no, no. Uh, and then, uh, Rever was like, they saw this, this idea that, you know, video on the internet was the future and that they needed to actually, you know give people a way to actually earn money doing this and so they were like we'll do this thing where we'll put ads in the video and then we'll give you a portion of the ads and it was like oh that's brilliant so we used we used Rever early on uh and then one of the like founders and contact and like our contact there left Rever to set up his own like internet content creation company thing uh, and he contacted us and was like, hey, uh, we have these clients. Can we get you to put to to, to put a pitch together for something? And uh, and we said, OK, sure. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was it was uh, AT&T was the client and they wanted to show off um, how how good their coverage was, basically. Uh, and so we said, OK, sure, let's let's do that. Um, you know, we worked up this whole pitch where it was like we're going to. Uh, it was a, like a reality style show where two of us get basically dumped in the States somewhere uh, and 
we have to we like you know like blindfolded put on a plane dropped off in two two different locations in the u.s and then we have to try and f- get to one another uh you know using these the, the amazing coverage of the AT&T network, right? <laughs> uh, and so we, you know, we worked on this whole thing um, and they were like, uh, great idea. And then they took it and made it with other people. That, yeah, well, that's Jeez. what happens, isn't it? <laughs> yep. And <sighs> the thing is that what they ended up making was so bad. It was much worse <laughs> because it, everything was, everything was like faked and set up and everything. And the first... They decided they were going to do a whole series of them in different locations, which is part of what we had originally pitched. And they picked the first one they were going to do was Alaska. And they didn't check before they left that the coverage on the AT&T network in Alaska was terrible. (laughs) So they couldn't even do the thing that they planned. And so the whole thing was just like faked and awful. And yeah. Is I think it still exists on the internet somewhere. I don't know, but it it, it was very very bad. There's been a few. And so after that, we were like, oh, okay, yeah, work right, for yourself. Take take more care with, uh, you know, making sure we're legally covered if we give people ideas now. Yeah, those those yeah. Uh, even even when I was starting like 2012, Crave Online. If anybody remembers them, like started on my site they're like oh yeah we'll pay you a bunch of money to advertise on your site got one big check from them and then it just started boom nothing and these weird contracts were like these exclusivity deals and i don't know that felt i'm glad it's a yeah i mean it's still the wild west but it's not as wild westy as it used to be yeah new media man new new people new, like to, to do it however they can take advantage of you they'll do it yeah some of the early contracts the escapist did very early on had some dodgy clauses mm-hmm. like for a while i think we had like a one year non-compete something ridiculous yeah yeah like if like if we left we couldn't make similar videos for yeah. a year hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline yeah don't compete to like blanketly insidious things yeah i think we ended up uh, I think like as they kept wanting to pay us less and less money, we were like, okay, but yeah. you were changing the contracts in this way. Yeah. You know, they were, uh, they were, those were problematic early days. Did I ever tell you, uh, we, uh, so we, we made this show for wizards of the coast called Friday nights, which was like a sitcom about playing magic, the gathering. And, uh, uh, that's another thing that we now we now own again and are intending to make more of would have done so by now had not been a global pandemic. Um, uh, so, you know, more more of that uh, in in the future. But at the time we were making it for Wizards of the Coast and it went on their YouTube channel and everything. And um, uh, we, we had done this episode joking about Magic the Gathering and then at PAX East, we'd like met with some folks from wizards and pitched them on this idea and they were getting into video and they, they hired us to make that show and they hired some, some other folks to make another that, uh, some other folks that had just done their own like independent thing to make, to make that show officially for wizards as well. So this was like a big sort of 
this was a period of time when when wizards was like we want to really encourage um uh encourage you know people to make video content for us uh separately from that the escapist had been doing something with D, i think um who, and who remembers at this point? I don't know. All I remember is uh, that was all happening. And then we, completely unrelated, did this pitch. And then I got a very angry email from yeah. uh, from the man in charge of the escapist, whose name I will not give the oxygen of attention, who <laughs> uh, was furious with us for using their business connections to go around their back and mm. make our own connections with Wizards of the Coast. And I was like, that's not what happened. We talked to them independently. How, how, dare, you, how dare you allege this, you, you <sighs> small man. And yeah. Uh, yeah, he was so angry with us until he realized that he had absolutely no reason to be. And then was like, okay, I guess I'm sorry I sent you a mad email. Yeah. Yeah, should I, well, we, should, we should clarify for any loading ready run here that this is an old parent company it has nothing to do. Oh yeah, with yeah, no, no. this yeah, is yeah, years yeah. ago. This is years and years and years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. This is like this I said, was, yeah, nothing. The person nothing I had to do it. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no, like, no. This is like two parent companies ago. Yeah, oh yeah. It, no, it literally was two parent companies ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this 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 creature no longer is associated with the escapist <laughs> yeah. and has not been for some time. Yeah. yeah, it's funny how many uh, how many times we'll we'll see comments online like, "Oh, you you guys suck. You you heard all these content creators like, hey, we have nothing to no, do." No, he that. did, and then he left oh, yeah, to go yeah. be Milo Yiannopoulos' CEO. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, <laughs> what a wild people like that find one another. Apparently, yeah, of all things. Mm -hmm. If you're wondering why uh, the escapist was so pro Gamergate at the time, <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Yeah, I was always on the peripheries of that kind of thing, because mostly I, for most of the time I lived in Australia, just plopping out my videos once a week. Mm -hmm. I was never really involved in editorial decisions. No. A couple of, like, a couple of, like, uh, parent company changes, they asked me if I wanted to be the editor, and I was like, nope. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I cannot I'm just happy. That. <laughs> what was that idea that they were like, uh, everyone else is gone? Uh, yeah, so you're still uploading videos, right? Do you, yeah. do you, do you want to be the editor? No one else is around. <laughs> it's like, no, no thanks. No, no. I just want to hap keep happily making my little sweary videos. Thank you. <laughs> you sure? I, I got payroll. You can do it today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I am curious, though, uh, since you, you both have been at the Escapist for how much longer, uh, uh, a long time ago or whatever, like, how much collaboration was there compared to now, Yahtzee? You know, was there any, or were you guys all just kind of doing your own separate things and then the writing team? Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we'd usually take the opportunity to do a lot of collaboration stuff when we were all in the same place for conventions and right. things, but for the most part, we all kept to our different corners of the world. Yeah, yeah, it was all fairly... Fairly siloed. Like we watched other, other shows. Like obviously, I watched Zero Punctuation. I still do. Yeah. Um. You know, I didn't. I didn't watch. Um. I didn't watch a lot of the early Jimquisition because mm. it had a different. It had a different vibe than it than it does now. I can. I very much enjoy James Stephanie Sterling stuff now, <laughs> and have done for years. But the early the early Jimquisition on the Escapist, I was like. Mm. Um, I watched, God, what else did I watch? Doomsday Arcade was great. Yeah. Uh, Real Physics was a lot of fun. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I, like I, I 
watched all the other escapist stuff, but no, we we didn't really do a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of collaboration. I mean, up until uh, you know, it was until the escapist wasn't paying us, and then we collaborated yeah. on demanding that they pay us. But <laughs> on yeah, creatively, no, yeah. Yeah, I've always, yeah, found, I've always was, found that interesting. How like you know you can you can trace all these different major content creators now loading ready run James Stephanie yeah. Sterling extra credits. I mean, I, I, sometimes I go back to like the Wikipedia. I'm like, I didn't know half these people even worked here. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. so many people got their got their start here. It's just it's interesting that there was hardly any yeah. collaboration. Yeah. Well, I didn't start streaming until like we were long past that era mm-hmm. and it's mainly like the streaming that's the big like root of the collaboration now yeah because mm. we like because yeah nick at the moment the escapist collaborates all over the place <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we collaborate each other's balls off i stream with jack and marty all the time we do the podcast we're doing uh, adventure is nigh Yeah. We have, and it's fun, uh, I guess. It's fun to like. But I always had fun doing the panels back in the day, just bouncing off other people. Yeah, conventions were always super fun. Getting to actually do that. I mean, you know, as you say, like the these people that you only know online, and we don't really necessarily uh, uh, collaborate with. But then when you when you get to in person at like the old Escapist Expo or that sh- that weird thing that we were in in, in Philadelphia. Like was that the one where we ended up hanging out with Brian O'Halloran from Clerks? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was, because he watched, he watched Zero yeah. Punctuation and Unskippable. Yeah. yeah. I remember we got on really well. Yeah. We went, go, we went go-karting afterwards. Yeah. Um, uh, where it's just sort of like, you, you get into that situation and it's like, well, we all know, like, we're all just immediately kind of this, a similar kind of, vibe because we all do the same kind of work and we all understand one another really well so it's just mm. it's a very clean easing in to just sort of like hanging out and shooting the shit mm. it worked really well we did a yeah. um we actually did you reminded me we did we did a a hilarious bit for for the escapist news network with because they had a giant um a massive booth at that convention for dante's inferno oh, and so, yeah. so we did an escapist news network goof where <laughs> Uh, they had hired Brian O'Halloran, a.k.a. Dante, from Clerks to be their <laughs> oh, spokesperson, yes. uh, which they hadn't done, obviously, but we filmed yeah. him, like, standing outside the booth, and he's like, I don't know, I'm not, my name is Brian. I not, I don't get what they think they're doing here. But And he was he was super game for it. He was, you know, it's very big, I'm not supposed to be here today energy. It was, it was, it was uh, good stuff. Yeah, I remember that, now you mentioned it. I think mm. it was... I think it was after the first Escapist Expo that the Dante's Inferno marketing people sent me the box. Oh, you got the box! Yeah, they sent the the box. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they knew I was there, but they addressed it to me personally at the Escapist offices that I was there. For, that I was there for like one day after the convention. Mm. What is this uh, box? It was it was this whole marketing thing they were doing for Dante's Inferno. You just played it, didn't you, Dante's yeah, Inferno? Yeah, literally just finished it two days ago. Well, they were doing this whole, like, some rich twat came up with this whole marketing campaign where they'd lure uh, gaming uh, journalists to sin in various ways. And uh, so they targeted me with the sin of wrath. So what they did was they sent this wooden crate to the office. And uh, the moment he opened the crate, there was nothing in it but, like, a little Hessian bag containing a hammer and some goggles. 
And uh, once you opened the lid, the box started uh, emitting music. It started playing Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. (laughs) (laughs) And if you closed the lid, it didn't stop. It kept playing, and there was no visible way to turn it off. And then you noticed that the bottom of the box was like a couple of inches higher than you might expect. So, obviously, you put the goggles on and you smash the fuck out of the box to find the workings to get the fucking thing to shut up. (laughs) And then there was a little note in the box uh, that simply said, You are guilty of the sin of wrath. Go to hell on this date when Danny's Inferno comes out. No fucking game. No demo or anything. (laughs) Just a a box to smash and a little ha-ha note. I kind of wish we kind of wish we got those. They just sent me nasty energy drinks now. We did a let's play of that game years ago with a with uh, someone who's gone to gone to university in England for like a classics degree to talk about you know how it relates to the actual the actual book. And that game that game is uh, not good, but it's it's so much that it it I I. I respect it. Like it's, they go hard with every part of that, like the art direction and everything in that game. Right. It's just sort of like, wow, this sucks, but you've, this is amazing. Like this, like I, I kind of love it. I don't think it's a good game, but I, I I, like, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's, um, I I agree. I mean, I, every now and again, I think it. every now and again, I think back to it because it does, it's got really strident imagery, some really good sound design, Mm -hmm. really good art design, the story's incredibly bad. Yes. <laughs> yes. The story's Stupid. horribly written. Incredibly the only bad. lines of dialogue he has is screaming Beatrice. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't um, remember how they did the other sins. I remember that it was like that particular campaign of sending these boxes out was like derided at the time. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. I don't remember who got the other boxes and where they went. Yeah, someone in chat I just think... pointed out lust, and having just played the game, I am very scared of what that box might have been like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were going full on adults only mm-hmm. for that game, especially with the lust section. <laughs> we expose Cleopatra titties and and bugs climbing out of her nipples. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my god, what is this? They were going for a thing. <laughs> It was they certainly weren't going for broad appeal, which I sort of respect. I'm I just, actually for I'm some reason, shocked that game does not have an AO rating. <laughs> for some of the stuff I was re- uh, yeah, I was rewatching some old uh, footage from that game. I think it was like the ending sequence, and it just—I don't know why—but it really made me laugh. There was like a little exchange of dialogue between Dante and Satan at the very end, yeah. where Dante is like calling upon like this big power to like defeat Satan. And Satan's like, Dante, with this power, we could rule the cosmos together. And Dante just goes, it's not going to happen, Satan. Yeah. I don't know why, but that just really made me laugh. <laughs> just felt like <laughs> the not sequence happen, was going Satan. on. The sequence was just going to go on. It was just going on a touch too long. Mm-hmm. And so he had Dante's... to like make, like, just have a little awkward bit of dialogue to fill the time. And Satan's entire personality of the game was just being a pimp, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just really weirdly invested in cucking this dude. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we're friends. <laughs> I just love because I didn't realize actually until I played that game again with someone who actually knows the original the original story. The original thing was just was literally self insert fanfic and with that, people yeah, that's that exactly <laughs> what it is, yeah. yeah, with people that he didn't like in real life, where he was like, Jesus. oh, and then this person who was mean to me, they're in hell now for being a like 
yeah. for being awful for some reason. <laughs> it's just I'm I can't imagine at the time people reading that and being like, "It's surprising." You're how much right. What, it's surprising how much currently accepted canon regarding heaven and hell just comes from Dante's Inferno. Yeah, it's oh, like t- angry fanfic. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Well, since we've drifted off topic, let's go to super chats. <laughs> how about? Sounds good. So, uh, I don't think I have all the member chats up, so let me know if I miss one of those. But we start, because people started sending Super Chats in as, uh, yesterday, actually. Oh, wow. So we'll start with Shafe Dad, who gave us 10 Australian dollars, and says, Hi guys, not going to be able to see you live at 3am. Just wondering, not recommending, did you ever check out Darkwood or Frostpunk? Both very depressing games in very different ways. Have fun, guys. I have played both of those. I don't think I stuck with either of them. You played those two? I haven't actually. I got to tell you the pitch on uh, check out this game. It's depressing is like not for me right now or I mean ever really. But uh, I've heard I've heard good things about about uh, Frostpunk. What was the other one? Darkwood, which people always recommend to me because I like Silent Hill 2 so much. I like it's the concept of Darkwood, like a like a mahogany or something. I no, I I have not actually heard of that one, but I've 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 heard that uh, Frostpunk is very good. It's just probably not for me. Frostpunk's like a city management game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember playing it for a bit. Doesn't sound like a city management game, but... No. It's like post-apocalyptic, the world's frozen over, rebuild society from this one tiny spot sort of thing. Like we were heavy focus on, like, hard-to-make-government decisions, basically. Yeah. We were just watching uh, the first episode of the new season of University Challenge... Because, of course, <laughs> of all things, because, of course, what else would Kathleen and I watch? But British trivia panel shows, um, there's a new season of Only Connect as well. Uh, and uh, there was a question about video games and Frostpunk was one of the answers. Really? Wildly. Yeah. On University yeah. Ch- Well, I guess it's obscure enough. Yeah. They, they take their trivia seriously on stuff like University Challenge. I mainly watch the comedy panel shows from British TV. That's fair, yeah. Where, no, where, where none of the actual answers to anything matters the slightest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, where were we? Yeah. Uh, Eric Cartman gives $5 and says, Yahtzee, why is Nick making you work on a holiday? Blink twice if you need help. Bitch, I work every holiday. I work <laughs> from home. That's what they don't tell you about being an internet content creator is that you don't yeah. get holidays. It's like, oh, you, you yeah. know, you get to be your own boss, make your own hours. Yes, uh, we operate all the hours, every, every yeah. hours, all, all yeah. of them. Uh, I gotta, yeah. I gotta put my videos out once a week. I could hypothetically take a break as long as I make two videos in one week. Because that you, the be viewer at home, pain in the ass. You, the viewer at home, wish to enjoy internet content on your holidays meaning exactly. that we, we have, have to <laughs> do it <laughs> yeah yep if we're not here they're like where are they it's labor day labor day yeah. means mm-hmm. work <laughs> although i do take a week off for christmas because mm. oh, that's that's universal labor day is just an american thing is it a canadian thing yeah we have labor day as well yeah yeah it's, it's, it's the same day in canada too yeah there's not perfect crossover with us with uh U.S. holidays, but Labor Day is one of them. Uh, our parent companies in Canada, you guys have holidays all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, Australia had like uh, a whole bunch. For a, for a while, I worked at a tech startup 
uh, that brought in that's through a series of bad decisions brought in executives from the U S to try and mm. make it bigger than it needed to be. And, uh, they, they thought we were lazy. They, they started getting really annoyed at all the Canadian staff because we were like, this is a stat holiday. We won't be in the office. And they were like, ah, you're lazy. And it's like, this is the law. Yeah. <laughs> like do you, do you get <laughs> Queen's birthday holidays in Canada? Um, because in the UK and Australia, and I think a lot of Commonwealth nations, there's two public holidays through the year, and they're both called the Queen's birthday. <laughs> and I think it's just the one of them's her actual birthday, and I think one of them was just the day uh, she became queen. No, we have like we have Victoria Day, right? Which I think was is for ah. Queen Victoria. Well, it's not enough. She names half the world's countries after herself, I suppose. That's literally the city I live in well. is Victoria. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah, only BC. Yeah, Victoria Day. That's correct, Jason, in the chat there. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, uh, BC is Victoria Day, but it's a different. It's still a holiday in other provinces, but it's called different things. I don't There's know. two states in Australia. One's called Victoria and one's called Queensland, and they're both named after Queen Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> She's everywhere, once you start mm -hmm. looking. Uh, Rasmusium gives 2,000 Japanese yen to say, mm. very psyched to see Graham again. Hello. A lot of the old Loading Ready Run skits from the early Escapist days still live rent-free in my head. It may have been discussed by the time this is read, but how can people find you online these days? Well, apparently if you just type LRR <laughs> and then any yeah. combination of letters, you'll probably find something. <laughs> I mean, I'm on Twitter, Graham underscore LRR, uh, Loading Ready Run on youtube and twitch uh loading ready run on twitter as well if you want to find mm -hmm. updates for stuff uh we it's most of those old sketches uh some of which don't you can't find anymore because the old video archives have gone off uh we've been trying to slowly re-upload them to our own youtube channel but it's just there's a lot of them and the admin required to do that is a real pain in the butt but you know they'll get there eventually who would have thought admin would come into things when we just started putting silly videos online oh, yeah. <laughs> in like the mid-2000s? 80% of pain. my job. Uh, Shogun uh, is dead. Member for 26 months in credits. Says the first ZP video I ever watched was the one where Graham tried to do his own version of ZP before Yahtzee takes over and does a review of Halo Wars. Glad to see the boys back together again. I remember, I remember that better than yeah. I remember the game you were reviewing. Yeah, the... <laughs> Because we did the, the crossover was Yahtzee joined us on an episode of Unskippable for yes. Star Ocean. Star Ocean, that was it. Uh, which we've just uploaded actually about a week ago to the LRR VG YouTube channel, and um, then then the following uh, the following week, then I did a bit on on zero punctuation, and mm. some some people really enjoyed it. In in retrospect, I'm not happy with my performance because I leaned far too much into the I leaned too far into the angry and not enough into the into the clever. I was going a specific direction with it that, mm. in retrospect, I'm not happy with my performance, but several people have said that they enjoyed it. And then it Yancy shows up and kicks me out and does Halo Wars. Yeah. But the game I was doing was um, X-Blades, which is that awful. Yeah. It's and, then, and then we did, we did X-Blades then the following week on Unskippable, and Paul was like, Hey, didn't wasn't there a didn't zero punctuation uh, review this last week? And I'm like, shut up, don't talk about it. Like it was, uh, <laughs> we did like a whole sort of, you know, continuity thing with it. But yeah, Zarek was uh, like 
your like version of ZP was a lot more technologically advanced than the real one. Because well, like, I was just like animation. At the time wise. I was yeah, at the time I was still <laughs> just making still images and putting them in Windows Movie Maker, which I still do to a large extent. You use it, but you had you were actually moving things, moving with tweens and shit. Oh no! <laughs> so making you look bad. I didn't mean to do that. Did what? Do you still use Windows Movie Maker? What are you? What what software do you operate in now? I, I actually do still use the current version of Windows Movie Maker <laughs> to make the initial slideshow, but I do, you know, do the final tidy up in Adobe Premiere. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah when we uh, when my my team met Yahtzee for the first time. Well, first of all, my Yahtzee's introduction to me was sending him the E3. <laughs> so yeah, that's where we met. We shared an Airbnb together. Good times. Yep. <laughs> And so I have my team of editors in there working on all this like crazy E3 content because we were making Yahtzee do like diaries from the show floor, uh, mm. which he he loved doing that. Uh, <laughs> but my, well, at least I got to go to bed while you guys were true. editing till that's like true. three in the morning. So so my editors are working on their computers with Adobe Premiere and like just typing in commands and stuff. And then we look over and Yahtzee's working on Movie Maker, and everybody just kind of walks <laughs> over and is like. What you doing there, bud? <laughs> it works, mate. Hey, man, who hurt you? <laughs> Just imagine the other editors dying. <laughs> they, I've tried, I've tried, they were. In, I've they tried were making in. the whole thing in Adobe Premiere. It's just—it's a lot less efficient, funnily enough. Yeah, I, I can believe that. It was, it was like having the editors from the future look at caveman paintings. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I will answer a question before you go to the next super chat. Rob Mace in the chat asks, if I switch to Patreon and do tip jar on YouTube, will I still get member chats? Doesn't the tip jar normally not have member chats? Yes, you will still have member chats through tip jar. It's a not a perk set by us. It's a perk set by YouTube. So it doesn't right. matter how much money you give for that. All right. Uh, Rob Mace, member <laughs> for four months with early access, yeah. gives the member chat to ask Yards, which ZP was the most fun to make? Well, I always mentioned the one I did entirely in Limericks, which was the... That was a good one, yeah. Wolf, yeah, the Wolfenstein review, not Wolfenstein New Order, the one before that. Mm-hmm. That was very teal. Because at the time, I thought it was kind of a shitty generic first-person shooter, because it was before the Modern Warfare thing took off. Mm. So I thought, the only way I can liven this up is to do the whole thing in Limericks, which was fun to do for myself, and... For a while, me and Jim Sterling had an actual poetry show on The Escapist because we both enjoyed writing poetry for some reason. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that. Rhyme Down Spectacular, twas right, called. Right, the Rhyme Down. But I think it was only, it was pretty much only me and Jim who enjoyed making that because uh, <laughs> eventually viewers dropped off enough that we had to move on. I want to just quickly, uh, uh, Someone in chat, uh, Pacific Blue, says, just watched some Loading Ready Run from 10 years ago as I'd never seen it before. Definitely not for me. That's cool. I just wanted to, cl- I just want to preface what I'm about to say with, it's totally cool if you, you know, not everything is for everybody. <laughs> what did you watch, though? Because first of all, from 10 years ago, and secondly, we do a lot of different varied stuff. Whenever someone recognizes us in public and they're like, hey, I love the show. We always have to be like, what show? What yeah. show do you mean? <laughs> so I'm fascinated yeah. to know what also don't just 10 years ago. Don't we've been, we 2023 will be 20, 20 years of loading ready run. That's, we yeah, started in 2003. So, yeah. you know, that was before maybe, me. I, was, I started in 07. 
Maybe our more modern stuff will be more your liking. But I'm just really curious what it was that you watched that you were like, nah, that's not for me. I'm I'm fascinated <laughs> to know. Anyway, sorry, continue. Every now and again, people ask me, I really liked that joke you did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you narrow it down? <laughs> Sometimes they tell me what it is and I can't remember making it. Oh, yeah, I no, I, I never remember. We've had people... <laughs> because of the nature of we talked about this already because of the nature of just making stuff online and constantly you know doing a new thing we we make you know make a video and then just like brain dump everything about it and Mm. think about the next thing and so we've had people um uh see us in public and make a reference to that week's video to like do the joke from that video and we're like what the what are you talking about <laughs> i have no idea what what are you what are you referencing and they're like the the video that went up yesterday and we're like oh yeah no no idea yeah i've been there so. like like i'll see a comment on the zero punctuation said ha that was a hilarious reference to such and such i'm like what what i honestly forgot so pacific blue watched uh the first episode uh, or no not they watched an episode of Friday Nights, which is a sitcom specifically about playing Magic the Gathering. So, right. yeah, it's entirely possible that that might not be for you. But we do a lot of other stuff specifically that's not Magic the Gathering related. That That's a weird place to jump into. Um, I'm sure other people in the chat yeah. can, can suggest some other things. I, I would I would uh, wager that we make something that you wouldn't that that. Uh, that you would enjoy, I would, I would wager that. I'm but. sure Magic the Gathering content would be pretty lost on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Will Cooling, member for 29 months on bonus content. <laughs> 29 months, blimey, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Says, is Marty not on the call because you were worried he was going to talk about incest in front of Yahtzee's old colleague? <laughs> <laughs> I assumed Marty was going to be on the call up until this morning when uh, Nick jumped yeah, in. Yeah, Marty, Marty was like. Yeah, I won't have any idea what to talk about. I'll just sit there. I'm like, all right, I'll take your spot. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to join Jack for Elden Ring. Uh, but if you need the context of the incest, <laughs> Graham, is uh, ever since we've talked about 12 minutes, it's just yeah. it's been a running joke. Oh, the video game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have not actually played it, but... Uh, Probably shouldn't. All right. <laughs> Although I might, it you might know, make yeah. an interesting skippable. Play it up until the ending, because everyone who's played it kind of likes it up until the final reveal <laughs> yeah. of that game. <laughs> you have to go which watch is, the stream of Yahtzee. Related. Yeah, you have to go watch I the see. stream of Yahtzee and Jack playing it, and just fast forward to the ending and just watch Jack's face scrunch up into a ball of what the fuck just happened. <laughs> it's the funniest face reaction I've ever seen him give. Yep. <laughs> so that's that's Daisy Ridley's CV, Star Wars, and this thing. <laughs> Woof. Uh, B Pendragon gifted five memberships to the Escapers. Thank you very much, B Pendragon. Nice for that. Uh, Gage Von Will gives five dollars and says, "I was so excited when Graham was announced for the show. ZP and LRRMTG are some <laughs> of the only YouTube I keep up with." Hi, Graham. Love what you'll do. Thank you. There's an, there's an emoji of a hand, which I suppose Appreciate is. It is waving i wave in response to you at least i hope so i mean <laughs> hand love could be something else entirely <laughs> uh, Pike 
Patent Pike gives five dollars and says this stream has me curious about which escapist contributors play or have played MTG. Any chance of a magic game between you all? I have never played <laughs> MTG in my entire life. I'm gonna guess that nobody on the current team has played Magic the Gathering. I'm I'm constantly surprised with people who like finding people who do play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, like. Um, uh, Game Nights, which is a, a big... Well, the Command Zone, which is another big Magic YouTube channel. Uh, they've had Post Malone uh, guest star on their show. Not because they were like, you know what would be great is if we could get Post Malone on, because, but because Post Malone was a contributor to their Patreon because he watched the show oh, wow. and then was like, hey, could I be on the show? And they were like, yes! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. that's kind of funny. Um, every, now, every now and again, I'd like list, look at a list of all the like uh, blue check Twitter accounts that follow my Twitter account. Mm. And every now and again, there's something pretty exciting. Like, I think it was the bassist from Van Halen showed up. Huh. Cool. Of all people. Hmm. Hi, bassist from Van Halen, if you're watching. <laughs> well, damn, use your connection to have him come make the theme for side quest. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, has Jack played Magic the Gathering? He's into, like, tabletop stuff. I don't... Yeah, I don't... Uh, you know, he if, there, if there's anybody on the team that's maybe tried it, it's probably him. But also, I imagine... I don't see any Magic the Gathering stuff behind him, so... I think he's more of, like, a weird... A weird tabletop, weird. yeah. Weird weird board games, man. Yeah. I mean, Jack's yeah, weird already, but, weird you know. board games. Yeah. Uh, Ab2Azd member for 14 months in bonus content says do you ever get worried that your legacy on the internet will be a single bad moment like Tim Buckley did with Lost <laughs> well there's a reference that needs some background uh, this is a reference to Control or Delete which is a gaming webcomic that was like a rival of Penny Arcade from like the heyday of the gaming webcomic when would that have been like the late 2000s sort of era mm. where they just make dumb jokes about whatever video games out at the moment and uh uh, Control or Delete was trying to do like character drama on the side and they did a whole trip which featured the main character's girlfriend having a miscarriage in the middle of their stupid gaming jokes and it has been a notorious uh, bad shift of tone ever since. Mm -hmm. um, I, think... I don't know, I think, I think um, you just try not to be an idiot. Yeah, I think the, 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 the main way to avoid that... It's not something that I feel... The question was... Uh, are we worried that that that's going that our legacy is going to become something like that? No, I'm not worried about that. Uh, part of that is that I think the main way to avoid that is to not do something like that. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> so uh, you know, step one. Yeah, and don't, don't be a sex don't be a sex pest either, because turns out that's yeah. pretty bad for the legacy as well. Yeah, and it crops up more often than you would think. Yeah, more than yeah. you'd be comfortable with, mm -hmm. especially. Growing up with Britain, British children's television in the 80s and 90s, there's a lot Holy of... Holy moly, yeah. A lot of uncomfortable moments arose from there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, B. Pendragon gives $10. Says, Graham, Desert yeah. Bus is in my top three charity events I look forward to each year. Thanks Thank for you. all those laughs over the years. What's your favorite pre-2018 Desert Bus for Hope moment? I'm not sure why he's prefer uh, referencing pre-2018 there. Uh, I guess because, well, no, 2019 would, would have been a normal one. I guess because Desert Bus 2020 was 
was remote. I don't know. Um, uh, so for those keeping score at home, Desert Bust for Hope is our uh, annual charity fundraiser uh, in support of Child's Play, which uh, um, supports children's hospitals around the world. And what the what we do is we play Desert Bus, arguably considered the worst game ever made, until people yeah. stop donating money. So it's yeah, you sort of prolong our suffering to alleviate the suffering of others. Desert Bus was an old joke game from a Penn and Teller game collection where yeah. you, literally all you do is drive a bus through the desert for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. And that's the mm-hmm. joke. Yep. Because we joke and, about that, but there's actual games that are kind of like that these days. Yeah, and the bus uh, pulls to the side, so you have to keep correcting. You can't just, like, tape the controller down or anything. It's, uh, yeah. it's a heck of a thing. Um, so, yeah, but it, that basically turns into an excuse to keep us trapped in a room while we do other stuff to entertain people for a week. Mm. So um, the problem is it's hard to remember everything that happens at Desert Bus. Usually someone will be like, oh, do you remember this moment at Desert Bus? And like, no, I must have been asleep for that. And it's like, here's a video of you there doing it. And like, oh, I... <laughs> Okay, I believe you, I guess. Um, let me think. Uh, we uh, we got a we got some text on the Minecraft title screen. That was kind of funny. Uh, we got to uh, oh, we had a local news reporter show up and we showed him the video. Are you familiar with the video going to the store? Oh, I think I am. Yes, is that the one with the weird CG character? Yeah. The... Yeah. Well, so we we would we that's... would induct people by showing them go going to the store, and so this was like a local news reporter. We were like, "Oh, you haven't been to the store, have you?" And we just showed him this. And just it was like he's trying to do his job. And we're like, "No, we're going to show you memes instead." <laughs> um. So that one was pretty funny. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. Sorry, I'm just momentarily stunned by my memories of going to the store. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Eric uh, Carbon, it really tunnels yeah. in there. Eric Carbon gives $5 and says, Nick, is there a way to change our member emoji? Just weird to imagine the system IRL. Of course, I'm a member. Do you not see my honorary black guy? <laughs> uh, no, there's only the preset ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how this works. What? The member uh, emojis? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's all your side of stuff. Yeah, they're just set in the back end for specific time milestones, and that's where they are. You can't customize them. I mean, we could hmm. we could make a new one, but then never, you know, the same problem would happen. So. Yeah, it's hosting gives... Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Go ahead. Kurt Horsting gives $10, says, You and the North 100 crew is what got me into Canadian Highlander. Was watching the Highlander by proxy event, which you won, made me want to sleeve up a deck, and I did. Been watching LRR ever since. Hey, there we go. See? Thank there you. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Someone else who plays Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Squint Chaos, welcome to bonus content. No, uh, no message there. 
Atku Benley gives $5. It says, There have been many highly praised examples of video games that incorporate trading card game mechanics. Why are we drawn to deck building? Flow? Well, this is a question I raised recently. What was it? On, any, on, also on a zero punctuation? I guess it must have been. Where I questioned why so many video games are based around trading card mechanics when trading cards used to be like the way to represent a cool dragon fight and now we can represent a cool dragon fight in a video game but we're now we're using all the technology we could be using to make a cool dragon fight to make cards realistically flip over and shit <laughs> so no I, I don't know why are people don't like deck building they like the sound of a card being dealt that or just the collection aspect the heck of a sound it's, it's nice well just, well just play pokemon <laughs> if you like collecting stuff so much. <laughs> I liked uh do you remember the 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 Metal Gear Acid games? I never played them, but I know the ones you mean. Yeah. They were honestly great. They were PSP Metal Gear titles that were that, yeah, they were card card based. So you would build a mm. deck and then you'd you know, you get the random cards and you'd use what was in your hand and they were like move around and be stealthy and stuff. But it was all it was all card based. And it was the, like they were obviously the the plots were nonsense, obviously. But well, it's about yeah, it's Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But it's like it's it's like off uh, like off main line Metal Gear. So it's even more yeah. bizarre. But the actual yeah. gameplay was great. <laughs> it was super fun. Yeah. I got to. Uh, see if I can see if the battery on my PSP hasn't blown up like all the other ones. I did play uh, Peace Walker on PSP. Mm. Mm, yeah, yeah, that was the first the 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 management minty mm -hmm. Metal Gear games. Yeah, which they were like, yeah, let's lean into that, and then that was like all of what Metal Gear Five was. Yeah, that and Pilot and Kiefer Sutherland around an open world, weird game. Do, 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 do. I lost my plays now. Hang on. There we go. Uh, John Connor, member for seven months on bonus content, says, Thanks for all the great content. Good to see some Victoria creators. Victoria, yeah. Canada, not Victoria, Australia, or Victoria, anywhere else. <clears throat> well, hello. Thank you. Wesley Thomas gives five Canadian dollars, says, Sorry to hear you got cancer, Graham. Me Sorry too. if I messed up the spelling. You absolutely did. That is the most I've ever seen anyone mess up the spelling of the name <laughs> Graham. <laughs> he spelled it G-H-R-A-H-M. Two H's? Yeah. Yes. Huh. <laughs> I got a Starbucks cup once that said Gream, like G-R-E-A-M. It confuses me because I'm British, so and we pronounce Graham with two syllables. Yeah, Gray, so do um, I. Yeah. I've I've had people ask me that. Like, well, I, I say Graham because my mum is from England, and right. so she says Graham, and a bunch of my family says Graham. But if someone, but people from North America say Graham, and I just hear it the same, I don't care either way, mm. but technically I say it with two syllables as well. Yeah, I get a lot of mileage out of taking the piss out of my wife uh, when she tries to say the word mirror. Yeah, how does she says, say it? She says mirror. Mirror. <laughs> You know, at least uh, every half the time when I go to a drive-through, they 
my name on the receipt ends up showing up as Dick instead of Nick. So, <clears throat> that, well, that's drive-through microphones for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's why I, I still. That's why like drive-through microphones and like takeout orders is like one of the few places in which I still go by Ben. Hmm. Benjamin than, Cook? Yeah. Yeah. Benjamin's like, uh, I thought you end up with Nazi written all over your Starbucks cover. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Cook gives five pounds. So just posting to say, Graham, I loved a series from Rewatch from Love you did with Matt. Helped oh, keep you. me sane during lockdown. What was that yeah. one? That was a retrospective of all the James Bond movies. Oh. Uh, we did these extensive podcasts basically going through the entire uh, James Bond series, including the two non-canon ones, which was the 1960s ah, you, Casino yes. Royale. Yes, and Never uh, Say Never Again with correct. Sean Connery. Yeah. Uh, I, could, I could absolutely join in a James Bond <laughs> podcast. Favorite James Bond, Timothy Dalton, obviously. Oh, very nice. My, mine is, it, controversially, I really like Roger Moore. <laughs> I, he's, I think they all bring their own flavor to the role. They do. I honestly, I really like all of them. I thought, I thought Timothy Dalton was great. I even like George Lazenby. Like, I, I, I think that they all, all did interesting, different things with it uh, that he's I well very regarded. much enjoyed. He's, he's well regarded. Did you have you like ever heard like the full story of George Lazenby? He's a, yeah. He was a he was. He was. Oh, no, I can't hear you anymore. Yep. Yes, he's yes, his internet is. Also, in the dark ages sometimes. George Lazenby hacked the Discord. <laughs> Didn't want to hear anything about him. I, I do. I do like the still that we left on Yahtzee. He looks very uh, astute. Mm. <laughs> Pensive. We'll save a screenshot of that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep going through these until Yahtzee gets back and finishes up his. Uh, we'll we'll see how long he stays frozen like that. Uh. Pain causing samurai donated five dollars. Says any other reunions planned? That's a weird. Nope. Is he back? Oh, got two <laughs> words out of him. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Now he's gone. There we go. Bed. Now he's gone. Oh shit. And uh, is he back? Now, now he's back. There he's back. <laughs> you. Uh, uh, what happened there? I, well, I can still hear you both. Oh, in the oh weird. Oh. No, you were just frozen yeah. on our end. Yeah, you you did look very yeah, nice though. <laughs> My stream was frozen, but I could. I still hear you guys talking. I just disconnected from the call and hmm. joined back up again. Anyway, you were that saying that was weird. George Lazenby. Yeah, where they leave off. Um, <laughs> the bud there. It was the 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 story of George okay. Lazenby. I think you were about to say he was a weird guy. Yeah, he he was a weird guy. Mm-hmm. They think there's a whole. I think it's the dollop has a podcast on him. Hang on. Yeah, like, like, I forget the full details, so this is kind of a lame anecdote, but apparently he was a, it was an interesting story. Go look it up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you a story. Never mind, go look it up. <laughs> uh, you are on pain-causing samurai next. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, sorry, I have to set everything up again. <laughs> well, I got this one. Uh, Pain Causing Samurai donated five Canadian dollars. Says any other reunions planned? Extra credits, escape to the movies, space janitors, Rebecca May's muses. Would love to see another rhyme down showdown. 
Uh, well, this this reunion just popped up because I saw Twitter on Twitter Graham post about getting the rights back on Skippable, which I had thought was already done a year or so ago. Whenever I saw the emails about it, I said, "Yeah, we're not going to use it. Give it to them." Uh, I mean, it was to be oh, fair. It was. Okay. It did happen at that time. It's oh. just we didn't want to say anything until you were ready. We didn't want to say anything publicly until we were ready to do stuff with it. Gotcha. So, because yeah. no one, no one would have thought about it. That's, either way yeah. and so then then it's like hey we got it back but we're not going to do anything for another year and a half oh, so, gotcha. yeah. yeah our parent company has been notorious for telling me something's going to happen then <laughs> it's like oh you're later by the way but oh yeah. no 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 it all worked out great it was it was the 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 smoothest interaction that it could have been which is which is great and honestly not not what i had feared it might be so oh, yeah. appreciated to everybody there at uh uh, enthusiast or yeah. whomst, well, I mean, whomst like, is responsible. You know, it's, it's weird that, I mean, even a lot of other websites hold on to the rights to a lot of these shows. Like, you know, if the people that created it aren't running it, it has no value to us. So what's the point of keeping it, you know? No, I appreciate it. I do not remember Space Janitors at all, I've got to say. Yeah. Is uh, that, yeah. that on The Escapist? It was. I guess. I mean, I sort of remember the name. If there's a playlist. It was... um. I can tell you a little bit about it. It was uh, started by the folks who did Pure Ownage. Right. Must have only been uh, on the website because there was no playlist. And they, the uh, they contacted me. It was sort of like, you know, it was like uh, like a Red Dwarf kind of um, uh, uh, tonal kind of thing. Right. And uh, they, were, they wanted me to be in it. Um, and they were like, yeah, we want, we want to get you to be in it. Um, also to get, cause they're also Canadian. They're like mm. to get, um, this like funding grant, we need to show that we have a platform for it. Um, so can you put us in touch with, um, with, uh, with the escapist? And I was like, oh, okay, sure. And so I put them in touch with the escapist and then uh, they went ahead and we're like, oh, and we've decided not to actually have you in the show anymore. Oh, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> yeah. Didn't love you, that. You were our ladder. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yup. Beware on whose fingers you tread as you climb mm -hmm. the pyramid of power. Because <laughs> you'll be meeting them on the way back down. Yep. Uh, to finish off answering their question though about other collabs, uh, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I think a lot of former Escapist contributors that just want nothing to do with the Escapist anymore because of all the, you know, the Gamergate stuff that that's, happened in the past. But that's fair enough. I think, mm -hmm. um, I think, um, I don't think that's Miracle, of, Miracle of Sound pretty much said as much to me last time I spoke to him. Yeah. So you know, a lot of uh, a lot of the work that we're doing is still, you know, hey, <laughs> we're not that anymore. Yeah, you lots know. of patching up prior reputation in the last mm -hmm. few years. And there and there are some people that just uh, still think we're Nazis, like that developer of Eichenfell. <laughs> that was cool. That was fascinating. We gave their game a good review, and they're like, "Thanks, nice. but you're still Nazis." And it's like, what? <laughs> uh, Emperor Seth gives 10 US dollars and says, Glad Loading Ready Run is still around. Graham, any chance Countdown to Infinity will ever come back? I know Matt's not able to do Loading Ready Run content right now, but hopefully a podcast is manageable. Uh, yeah. Um, the, so Countdown to Infinity, similar to From Rewatch with Love, was retrospective of all the MCU movies 
leading up to Endgame. Uh, and James and Matt are intending to do that again with uh, uh, leading up to the next big, like, they, I can't remember the name. Secret Wars? They announced the name of it. I don't re- remember what it is. But the, the big Avengers, what's it? Um, leading up to that, they'll be catching up on all the movies and series uh, prior to that. So it'll be a, it'll be a little while yet, but I think they're going to start working on it next year. I think that's why I feel absolutely no inclination to watch any Marvel content because there's so much to catch up on now. It's intimidating. And Some it's of it's pretty fun, basically, but yeah, it's basically come around to the, it's come back to the problem I've always had with superhero comics. I feel like you need <laughs> so many, you need to do a whole lot of research to jump in. Mm-hmm. That's what they've done. They've turned movies into superhero comics. Well done. I mean, I guess that's a success as far as they're concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Roche, four ninety nine US, says Yahtzee for what it's worth. I really enjoyed Rhyme Down Spectacular. Some of my favorite escapist content. There you go. Yeah, we enjoyed making it, but I guess there weren't enough of you enjoying it out there in the internet land, though. Part of the that's always the case with the more niche stuff. Is there's there's going to be someone that's like that was my favorite thing, and it's like that's awesome. I'm really glad it was your favorite thing. Unfortunately, there are very few of you, but I'm glad that you're there. (laughs) Well, that's that's where realities on what we can devote ourselves to. That's Mm -hmm. where the subscription platform comes in. I mean, that that makes the stuff viable. You know, a thousand people like it, and a thousand people are giving you two bucks, and it's worth doing. Maybe we should have done rap battles. Maybe that would have had broader appeal. (laughs) As long as I get my my iambic pentameter in. Mm. it's 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 all about triplets now. Well, well, I don't keep up with the children. <laughs> half, half the idea for a slight civil war came from the end of Uncivil War when you had to eat the mustard and figure out how well, to yeah, torture you a little bit. Well, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, Christian Randy Marsh gives eight ninety nine British pounds. Says, Graham, do you have a favorite TCG outside of magic? I adore the pure broken chaos of Yu-Gi-Oh. No, I... I only have time for one in my, I don't know, Triple Triad, the one from Final Fantasy VIII. Why not? Uh, no, I, I, I only really have time to play to play Magic. We play a lot of other tabletop games, but no, I can only commit to one TCG at a time, and barely that. Fair enough. Uh, I think that's just about... Oh, no, hang on, there's yeah, some more. A few more came in. To refresh the page, give me a sec. No worries. uh, Cade Brockhausen. Yes, Cade Brockhausen gives $10, says, I came up with a Yahtzeeism while playing Beat Saber. If you're not hitting the notes with the same force a maladjusted teenager uses to throw his pet hamster at the wall, you're playing it wrong. Well, that's certainly flattering yourself to think I would say that. (laughs) Hearing you say it, it didn't sound that far removed from something you might say. Hearing it actually spoken with your voice, but yeah, content-wise, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It didn't feel right coming out of my mouth. What can I say? There are nuances to these things. We'll workshop it. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like <laughs> I feel like a hamster is at the Yahtzee style. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think you were going a little bit too far on the deliberate edgy route. I think you're trying a bit too hard there. The guinea pig, on the other hand. Um, I guess I'd. I guess I'd go. Uh, yeah. What rodent are you throwing at the wall, Yahtzee? 
<laughs> I was just thinking I'd apply to spanking buttocks in some way. <laughs> Good call. Maybe um, if you're not hitting the notes with the same force, I'd strike your mother's buttocks after a local anesthetic mishap. <laughs> I still don't like it. I'll work with it. I'll, I'll work on it. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, Yo Chim Harvaldson. I'm, I'm sure he's told me before how to pronounce that. I forgot. <laughs> Gives 100 Norwegian kroner and says, 15 years of being entertained on and off by you two. I keep mostly up with Checkpoint from the Loading Ready Run side. Keep on keeping on, Graham. Keep on keeping on, all of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Will do. I still really enjoy doing Checkpoint. Glad people watch it. There's um, no yep. e there's no end to the to content for it because the video game industry continues to be a mess. <laughs> That's how I've always felt, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've, every time I worry zero punctuations, I'm gonna start getting old. There's a whole new wave of shitty things to complain about. <laughs> well, hey, we've proven that you can revisit games because that No Man's Sky video is like on the edge of 500,000 views. So. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, that's about as well as we do these days. But it's, uh, it's enough to make a living. What was our last... I think Elden Ring cracked a million, didn't it? Yeah, Elden Ring cracked a million. Last of Us Part Two cracked a million. See, wow. it's, as I keep telling you, it's the profile of the game that's the biggest factor, oh, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, a lot of them are evergreen, too. Like, you know, once a game goes on to Game Pass, a lot of people come and check out the older ZPs, too, and everything, so. Yeah, so we have a constantly cycling audience. And then if somebody, yeah, I mean, literally, Graham, you know, has been posting on Scapable, and people are going back and watching, like, the Halo Wars ZP, you know, I've seen comments on that all, you know, a bunch this week. <laughs> yep. So. Oh, I think we linked it from the from the description. Uh, I think I think we yeah. did. I'll have to double check because we talk about it in the video. Gotcha. So. Yeah, that would explain that. Uh, Henchman Shuffle member for twelve months on bonus content asks: Have any of you guys read Swery's book? Until this moment, <laughs> I had no idea Swery had a book. Uh, same. And uh, now I'm kind of curious. <laughs> Is it fiction? Nonfiction? <laughs> I hope it's fiction. Yeah, yeah. Swery being the Japanese auto developer behind Deadly Premonition, uh, D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die, uh, and what was his most recent one? The Good Life. Yeah. Did you play? Did you play The Good Life? That was a weird one. No. It was like Deadly Premonition, but set in the English countryside, and everyone's proportioned like a Thomas the Tank Engine character. I'm and sold. it was very much a sweary game. I'm in. It is Sounds great. A, Let's go. Sweary's <laughs> book is, in fact, fiction, and it's called Dear Ambivalence, The Mustachioed One, The Witches, and The Suspended Body. That's okay. the name of the book? Yeah. I don't know out. what I was expecting. But <laughs> Dear Ambivalence, The Mustachioed One, The Witches, and The Suspended Body. Wow. August 8th of this year, and it's almost 500 pages. Nice. Well, all of that is fully in line with what one would expect, I suppose. Cool. Arcuda <laughs> uh, Chien gives $5, says, I grew up with escapist shows, I loved ZP and extra credits, and as I got older, I got into Loading Ready Run, and now Loading Ready Run makes up a majority of the content I watch. Hey. 
Well, thank you. Much appreciated. Yeah, one of those comments that make me feel old, though. <laughs> Hearing people say they grew up with me. I mean, when we when we talked about Unskippable coming back, and it's like uh, this 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 show was on the air for seven years, and it ended seven years ago. It's like, oh my lord! Oh Christ! Yep. I had a girlfriend tell me once that she first saw my videos when she was in high school, and that brightened the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I yeah. there was a this 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 anecdote's like six or seven years old now, but there was a guy outside of like a uh a some restaurant downtown. It doesn't matter. It was called the Pita Pit. Anyway, uh, wearing like a studded like punk vest and smoking and he was like hey are you graham from loading ready run i'm like yeah <laughs> he's like i watched your stuff when i was like 12 <laughs> and I was, I was like that one got me it was the the fact that he was like smoking and so it's just like hanging out downtown which is like oh my goodness <laughs> Yeah, I think I had, uh, I had my first. I had my first person recognize me off the escapist downtown Kansas City a couple of weeks ago. Like, well, it oh, had to happen sooner or later. Like that's weird. I felt really weird. Like, hey, yeah, okay, see ya. <laughs> that's kind of weird. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Emperor Seth gives five dollars. Says any updates <sighs> on Elden Ring progress? Has your opinion of the game changed since the review? Graham and Nick, did you ever play it? I'm, I'll be honest with the Emperor said I've kind of stopped playing it before I finished it and I kind of don't want to go back and I'm not sure if it's the game's fault or if I'm just generally sick of Souls likes uh, uh, like I've played the shit out of Dark Souls less so much like the fault of the sequels I haven't gone back and finished Sekiro I did go back <laughs> and play Bloodborne again but at this point every time I play a new Souls like I just feel very weary very quickly it's just getting the shit kicked out of me. I can only take so much. Yeah, the end of the game was pretty rough. So, yes, I have played and beaten Elden Ring. I haven't gone back to it, though. I, I've i I've, uh, played it. I've actually... So, because I've never beaten other Souls games. I've dabbled with them and been like, yeah, okay, I get it, but... Mm. Um, but the... But Elden Ring is the one that I've enjoyed the most in ter- just because of how it's laid out in the open world and you can be like okay i'm gonna go and do a different thing and <laughs> instead of getting my ass kicked by that guy you know i i i quite enjoy that um i i was playing it fervently for quite a while uh then when i started feeling just like very bad health-wise for what are now obvious reasons at the time i didn't know why and i was just like oh, i can't be arsed to play any video games so i sort of put it down picked it up again recently and got to millennia uh, who uh, I can't just can't beat her. No, uh, doesn't. Beat her. It's just my my build. I'm like tanky shield blocky blocks, and uh, doesn't work for her. So I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, well, the good news is she's optional. Rip that game. Yeah, she's optional, but yes, also optional, but if I yeah. want well, to finish the game with the storyline ending that i'd want yeah i have to because i need to cure myself of the brain madness <laughs> i sort of reject the excuse that 
stuff in video games is optional because hey it's a video game it's all optional. <laughs> that's, that's fair we also, could all yeah. be doing something else that's true yeah, yeah it's in the game because it's meant to be experienced mm-hmm. well as somebody so, that uh, didn't yeah. play uh, souls games until about two years ago i would say they're very good to stream if you want yeah. to actually have people help you and learn I feel like there's been they've been feeling pressured to become harder and harder with each one every mm-hmm. time there's a new major souls like and uh, mm-hmm. it's just gone to the point where it's just not that fun for me anymore. Hmm. When I play Dark Souls, I just walk straight through that these days. When they re-released Demon Souls, I thought all the bosses were like surprisingly easy. Like the false king Alant, I just walked straight over him. Hmm. And even the penetrator as well. It was supposed to be like the the big dude in armor yeah. boss fights in those games. I just thought were incredibly easy if you follow the standard Dark Souls strategy of roll behind them as they attack and stab them in the bum. Fair enough. I, I still would say secure was actually was way harder than Elden Ring. But <laughs> The whole reason that I play Souls games at all, and in fact, um, there's many people uh, in the Loading Ready Run crew uh, who are now like incredibly... Uh, just all in on on Souls games, and a big part of that actually is your Dark Souls review of Zero Punctuation, oh. um, because I I was very much in your camp of like these f these games because the fandom did them no favors by being like no they're hard on purpose that's the point, and it's like oh okay well fuck that then I'm not going to play these games. And then watching your review where you explained, no, what's actually good about the Dark Souls games as opposed to what fans of the games say is good about the Souls games. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then someone came into the office one day and was like, are you playing Dark Souls? Because they had the same opinion of it that I did. And I was like, well, hang on. And I showed them the zero punctuation and they were like, oh, interesting. And then we started playing it. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it, so. Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. So thanks. Sorry. Yeah. You just got to get into taking the rake to the face. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Uh, Magnum White gives $5 and says, Graham, loved Unskippable. Glad you are re-uploading them. The Castlevania joke in the QOS vid actually caught me off guard 10 plus years later. What's I that? saw when Quantum that question Solace? came in and I don't... Yeah, it was... It's Quantum of Solace. I don't remember what the Castlevania joke is. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what I was talking about. I get this yeah. all the time. Yeah, I have been rewatching them all before we upload them again, and, and you know, mercifully, I, I've discovered that we do not have a lot of uh, 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 jokes that I'm like, that's awkward, but uh, I don't remember that one. <laughs> do you do a really good BoJack Horseman impression? Do I? Because you sound like you could do a really good BoJack Horseman impression, because you just sounded exactly like him when you were talking just then. Oh, well, thank you. I'll... Uh... I'll look into that. <laughs> if you if you need to do a Bojack Horseman, a Will Arnett impression, I guess. Right. <laughs> My favorite Will Arnett role is probably the I can't even remember the character's name now. The guy from Thirty Rock. I've never really watched that. Oh, Thirty Rock's great. It's I he takes over. He takes over General Electric. Someone says, "I'm going to come back and retake GE from you." It's just G now, Jack. I sold the E to Samsung. They're Samsung now. I, Devin I Banks, that's the character's name. I know he's in Arrested Development. Mm. And, he's, and, and he's Lego Batman. Yes, I heard that as well. It's almost like he's a working actor or something. 
Mm. Uh, uh, Magnum Weight, member for 27 months in early access, says, also best wishes for your health as well, Graham. Oh, oh thank you. Much appreciated. It's going well. Um, it's mostly just I'm dealing with side effects right now. Turns out they've really worked out how to deal with this with with this stuff. Well, uh, it's been around a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it's just, uh, at this point, it's like, uh, you, you won't have a problem with the actual cancer, in my case, a lymphoma, mm. uh, you, but you will have a side effects from the medication that we use. I say medication. I, <laughs> I, was asking my, I was asking my oncologist. It's like, look, you've told me that I should just eat whatever I want. Like, you, So I've been eating like garbage, and I've not been moving because I'm too tired to. Why am I not gaining more weight? And he's like, well, we are filling you with poison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right. Okay, cool. So right now you it's gotta, just dealing with the side effects. You gotta hope people are getting better at fighting cancer. Yeah. Science, I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, nice. I have the same yeah. attitude towards wildfires in California at the moment. There's been a surprisingly not so much coverage of it this year, although it's a fucking swelter right now. It's like 110 outside. Has it been better wildfire-wise than... I, than... Got, I, I just tell myself, I gotta hope that they're just getting better at dealing with wildfires. Because mm. the alternative is we're probably all gonna die. <laughs> yep. That's fair enough. Uh, Josh Rist gives five Canadian dollars and says, Hey, Graham, just want to say that the pedantometer crap shot has lived in my head rent-free since I first watched it years ago. <laughs> Thank you. That's one of my favorites. It's a very clean, quick joke. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll leave that as the mystery it is. Hick Warrior, it it, It's one of the jokes that does not work to explain. It, it, Fair it's enough. Just, it's just yeah. bad. Yeah. Hick Warrior, member for four months in bonus content, says, best wishes to Graham. Hopefully you'll get better. Also, are you guys still doing Checkpoint? I think that's yes. the best way to get gaming news. Thank you. Yes, we are. It's on our uh, channel that is just now for dedicated edited video gaming content, which is also where the unskippables are going, uh, which is youtube.com slash LRRVG. Uh, yeah, Checkpoint goes up every Thursday. And then there you go. we have uh, Chill Point, which is the sort of the podcasty style unscripted discussion of the week's gaming news as well, which goes up on the Friday. Uh, Jeffrey of Monmouth gives $5, says, H Bomber Guy made a really good point that the Dark Souls games were very bad at orienting the player to a fun playstyle until Bloodborne. Mm. I wouldn't know. I was already really into Dark Souls when I started playing Bloodborne. Mm. I don't know if there's anyone who only really came into the Souls-like thing from playing Bloodborne. Me. You? Yep. That was the... I mean, well, I started with Mortal Shell, but as far as the From Software games, Bloodborne was the first one I played. Yeah, it was weird that Mortal Shell was what sort of cracked I, the creme brulee for you on that. Yeah, I just I did not like the loop of dying and dying and dying and dying, and then Mortal Shell was like small and manageable enough that like progress. I got I finally got the sense of like I'm making progress even though I'm still dying a lot. Uh, and then once I got over that hunch, I was like, all right, well, here we go. And now I can't put them down. I'm playing. I'm playing that Steel Rising one right now. I'm quite liking that. Fair enough. I guess I'm past you. <laughs> yeah. I'm over Souls likes. I'm just playing like dad games, like Power Wash Simulator these days. <laughs> Meaning to try that one out. <laughs> it's nice if you just want to zone out and listen to a podcast for a few hours. I wouldn't recommend it as a thrilling video game experience. 
That's okay. I've, got, oh, I've gone I back mean, uh, to I've been, all the 360 my, my my zoning out and having a second screen going has been uh, has been destiny. So mm. yeah, here we go. You might like Power Simulator if you like coloring in. I do. That's what it is. It's like the reverse of coloring in. Right. Yeah. Well, that's all the super chats, I think. That's it. Having said that, there'll be a few more Hurry in the next few seconds. I'm absolutely sure. I gotta go play pool. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta walk the dog. <laughs> I so, also have stuff to do, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so let's wrap things up. Thanks uh, for watching. Slightly something else. Through listening to slightly something else, we do a podcast every Monday with me and someone else. Usually Marty. Today it was Nick. And uh, Graham from Loading Ready Run. And if you're Hello. interested in Loading Ready Run content, where can, get, where can they go? Loading Ready Run in all fields. Uh, that's the Twitch channel. That's our main YouTube channel. Uh, but as I said, we had a big sort of YouTube channel split, which is the experiment's been going fairly well. So if you want uh, our just sort of comedy slash light entertainment, like our road trip series, road quest, or our, you know, panel show... Uh, then uh, that's that's on Loading Ready Run. Magic the Gathering stuff is on YouTube at LRRMTG. Uh, tabletop stuff like our D&D, uh, actually currently Vampire the Masquerade series, um, uh, Dice Friends, that's all on LRRTT. And then for edited video game stuff such as Checkpoint and Unskippable, uh, with new episodes forthcoming, no time on no timeline on that yet uh that's all on the um video game channel at lrrvg so there we go yeah so uh and of course uh a very uh well meant get well soon yes. thank you well. appreciate it so what else we got coming up this week nick uh jack and marty be back in an hour 20 to continue jack's jar run and elden ring he's right near the end of the game so it should be a pretty fun stream today he's gonna suffer through uh that uh, not melania the other really annoying boss with the red sword stuff i forget what his name is uh, uh the dude in the tiny horse or no 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 what? he's up in he's up in the capital now whatever that boss is Mick, Mick oh, moog moog yeah whatever he's called oh okay <laughs> uh and then uh yeah we'll be back with all of our normal streams starting tomorrow so i'll be back for the editor's hour tomorrow i'm not sure when i'm starting yet might be neo might not be I started up Castlevania Lords of Shadow because I'm on my action game binge from the 360 era that I missed out on. So Yeah, well, if that. you, that's a logical step after Dante's Inferno, I suppose. Yep. Go through the whole like God of War pile. Pretty much. That's what I've been doing. Uh, and then, uh, of course, ZP this week, which is on Mortuary Assistant. Yes, this week ZP is on the Mortuary Assistant, which was recommended to me, and I gave it a try. I was going to review something else this week, but then Embargo's that I hadn't thought about <laughs> kind of pissed on my chips there. So I just did a one of another game I played. Cool. Uh, but it's an interesting game and worth talking about. And, uh, of course. Great. So that'll be Wednesday ZP and post ZP stream. And I've got an extra punctuation dropping on Thursday on the subject of Saints Row, which yes. was last week's zero punctuation. I've been really enjoying extra punctuation, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, it's Not that I didn't like the articles back in the day, but I, I think the... Uh, I think the the video essay format is uh, very strong. It's working for it. Mm. I personally do very much enjoy having a series that I only have to do writing and narration for and nothing else. Ah. <laughs> Fits yes. much easier into the workload. Smart. 
Yes. And then uh, Adventures and I dropped to the public this weekend, or Dungeons & Dragons series, which if you're not watching, you really should be, because it's super fucking funny and great. And of course, uh, we launched our Patreon last week, which is going well. If you haven't signed up to it yet, you should. If you like our content and want to support it, $2 a month gets you early access to all of our premium shows, a bunch of other yes, perks. And that helps us keep continue making the content we want instead of chasing algorithms and all that. Yeah, Loading Ready Red is all about that, so mm-hmm. <laughs> support the content you enjoy. Other than that, that's it. All right, I think that'll be from us. And inevitably, one last super chat comes in. Hick yep. Warrior gives two euros. Says, "Gotta say, Graham loved the JoJo banner." <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we got some art done of us of the whole crew in JoJo poses. That's on our. It's our YouTube banner. Nice. Yeah. And I keep thinking All you right. have a cat, Yahtzee, yeah, but it's your dog wandering around. No, it's Toffee. <laughs> it's Toffee doing his cat-like behavior. <laughs> when you say goodbye, Toffee, say bye-bye to the internet. Bye. He's like, "Take me on my walk, damn it." Bye. <laughs> bye, yeah, bye, <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.